It's a Wednesday morning and uh, 20 minutes after 6. That means it's time to get to the doctor's office. Chop, chop, people. We have to go visit Dr. Stan Anderson. He's on our WHBC Newsline. Good morning, Dr. Stan. Hey, Pam. Great to talk to you. You too as well. We've uh, got a specific topic we're going to get to. But real fast, I just want to ask you, you know, we've been talking all morning so far about this air quality. And I've never really had a chance uh, to mention that to you and these, you know, the situation with the uh, particulates. And this can be kind of dangerous for folks who are in that, um, you know, risky range, correct? Yeah. So people with emphysema, people with asthma, people that are more just sensitive to the environment, they are more likely to end up developing a uh, serious reaction and so much, much more likely to have breathing problems, shortness of breath. If they go out and try to do things, they're more likely to get winded much, much quicker. So one, if you uh, have inhalers, you definitely want to use them today. And then second, you just want to be careful about the timing of when you go out, how far you're going to go, what all it is you're going to do if you do go outdoors today. Air quality index being elevated is a risk factor for more hospitalizations. So, yeah, much higher likelihood that you're going to develop a reaction, whether it's asthma or an emphysema um, reaction. And if you're just a, a healthy person, maybe you don't have those risk factors, what's it like for the, that person? Yeah, so for people without risk factors, it's probably not going to be that significant. You might find that it's just going to be kind of a harder day to get things done outdoors. Um, and so just keep trudging along. You don't have to do anything specifically different. Just be aware that when the air quality index is higher, it's just going to be harder. The the Think of the air as the particulates are going to be just a little bit thicker, going to have just a little bit harder time with getting things done with the same speed that you normally would get things done. Okay, that's some good advice there because I know a lot of people had questions about that. All right, so we wanted to talk this morning uh, a little bit about pregnancy tests and the results because sometimes uh, women can get ones that are ambiguous. And boy, then what the heck do you do, right? Yeah, so I thought this would be interesting because there's been several stories of um, people that ended up having a test. Um, Obviously, most recently with Lindsay Lohan and Kourtney Kardashian recently saying that they're pregnant. They did their home pregnancy test, um, and it was a dark line, and that's good. Um, the pregnancy test, the home urine pregnancy tests, are 99% accurate when used correctly. The question really is, what do you do when you get a faint line? So in other words, if it's definitively negative, there's no line, you can rest pretty sure you're not pregnant. If it's a dark line, pretty reassured you are pregnant. If you are pregnant, there's a couple of things you need to do. One, do not change the kitty litter. Kitty litter can potentially have salmonella and you could potentially damage your baby. So do not change the kitty litter if you find that you are pregnant. 
The other thing is, is you need to change your exercise routine where you don't go to full extreme exhaustion and you need to be a little bit more careful with how far you go. Um, it is good to exercise. Just don't go to your extreme and to your limits. Those are just a couple of things. And then finally, be careful about drinking. Be careful about your diet. You now have another person that you have to be eating for, being careful about. So start taking care of yourself and just be aware that everything that you do could potentially affect the baby. So having said that, the real question is, is the pregnancy test. What does it mean and how does it work? So what it's testing is it's testing for something called human chorionic gonadotropin, HCG for short. And the hormone is triggered that when you get pregnant, you start making that. That hormone tells the body to make more estrogen and progesterone, tells the body to stop menstruating or producing eggs, and it thickens the uterus in order to get ready for the pregnancy. So if you get a faint positive test, the thing you want to do is you want to recheck the test in two days. The reason, what most people do is they're worried about it, they're not sure, they do it again immediately, and it's the exact same thing. So if a woman is trying to get pregnant, they do it again almost immediately, and it's the exact same thing. The tests are 99% reliable. So repeating it immediately is normally not going to be that helpful. Um, so if you're trying to get pregnant, you want to recheck it in two days. That's the short answer. And also, isn't it a good idea just to call your doctor and maybe make an appointment to go and figure it all out there as well? Well, what a doctor, what your healthcare provider will do is they'll do a blood test looking to see whether or not it's positive. Um, but checking it in two days is the general standard thing, specifically if you can't get in that very day. So there's a number of reasons why people have low HCG. One possibility is, is the very, very early stages of pregnancy. So the HCG can be detected in the blood usually within 10 days, excuse me, right around 10 days after conception. So if a person takes a pregnancy test before the 10-day mark, the line might be faint. Sometimes if you're about to have a miscarriage or you're having an early loss of pregnancy, that's another reason why it could be um, faint. Another um, thing that's kind of a weird thing, but it's called a blighted ovum. That's where the egg becomes fertilized, but it doesn't implant well, or there was a problem with the fertilization, and so it's basically there but it's not healthy and it's about to, ha to uh, have a miscarriage. And then if you're in your 40s and you do it, it could be that it's menopause. Um, the, the pituitary increases the amount of other hormones that look like HCG. So it could be menopause. Um, again, recheck in two days. Um, and then finally, there's other hormones that can be uh, released. Uh, so something called a molar pregnancy, again, it's kind of like the blighted ovum, but a molar pregnancy is where 
you end up having an improper egg that uh, gets with the sperm. And if you look at it under um, the microscope, it kind of looks like a cluster of grapes. It just doesn't correctly uh, implant. It just doesn't grow correctly. So, yes, the most important thing is see your healthcare provider because the very next thing is um, they'll want to do a blood test. But immediately, if you want to be pregnant, you've got to start taking care of yourself. If you don't want to be pregnant, Ohio has laws that after six weeks, there is a ban on abortions. So you need to take care of this quickly. Um, and so it's just one of those things that depending on your place in life, depending on what it is you're going through, you basically have six weeks uh, in order, if you were going to abort the baby, that you had to do something. I'm not recommending abortion. I'm simply saying that Ohio's ban is at six weeks. So if that was what you were planning on doing, um, uh, any decision between you and your health care provider should be private. And that is something that you need to talk over with that person. All right. Well, I know this is, you know, this is on the minds of many, many women. So I'm glad you could bring it to the forefront for us today, Dr. Stan. I appreciate it, sir. And uh, we'll talk next week. Hey, thank you so much, Pam. You have a great week. You too.